Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things tar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm Phil. <laughs> and I'm Cole. We slim it hard so you don't have to. so badly to not laugh <laughs> just aaron, listen to this podcast I aaron you won't laugh. aaron makes me it's he does it on purpose i know we've discussed this aaron he does it on purpose he tries to make me laugh yeah with his that's what it works for creepy hand gestures try and succeed mm-hmm. actually there is no try there's only do or do not so i do make you laugh I, I love how people I'll hear people quote that as if it's like a truth because Yoda said it. Yeah, Yoda's kind of dumb. Like it's totally wrong. Like for some stuff it's true. But also like Yoda it's not like like Yoda's a fictional character. That was just like some dude like George Lucas, I yeah, guess. George Lucas. Is he the writer? Did he write it or is he just like the producer yes, or, or the writer. director? writer well he had help writing the script of the second uh, of episode uh, like he doesn't know how to write <laughs> what a dork five and six so i saw this other tiktok <laughs> about um this movie guy talking about quentin tarantino and how um i think, I think it's pronounced fiction, tarantino maybe pulp fiction um so in order for so the Writers Guild of America, I think is what it is. In order, they have like specific parameters for what you can say, like written by, d- directed by, yeah. et cetera, story by, all these different things. And if anybody has any part in the writing, including like story credits, you can't say written by one uh, like yourself, right? So they you have to give credit to them, but Tarantino wanted all of his movies to say written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. So he just quit the guild. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Jeez. It's pretty funny. He's is he like probably kind of a bad dude? He seems like he kind of is like a bad dude that's a good dude. You know? <laughs> Like he's not actively like. It's like yeah, my one friend is kind of crazy sometimes. I don't yeah. really approve of everything he does. And he's like weirdly obsessed with feet or whatever. Yeah. Oh, here's or maybe that's not weird. I, I have know. a question for you guys because we talked about Django Unchained before, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Are you which which of these two scenarios makes you more uncomfortable and why? Uh oh. <laughs> a black a white writer actor a black actor saying the n word blackter in a script written by a white person or a white actor saying the n-word in a script written by a black person uh neither one i think Can, probably the white the white writer is worse yeah i feel like as he, soon as if, if you are if a black person write, what if they don't write the word they just like hint at n-word <laughs> they put n-word in the script <laughs> Even that is like, 
you're making that seems like one of them is like a black person giving a white person a pass in some ways. Yeah. And the other one is yeah, I guess that's a black person like Oh no wait. <laughs> What's the a white person? A like, white person, yeah, like forcing, person yeah, it. like hey, you got to say this word because I'm not allowed to say it. Yeah, I need What's you the, to be my proxy. <laughs> what? Okay, who's the? It's I. It's on a news. I, I've seen this clip like a million times, and it's uh, an an actor, um, a black actor who's like he's been in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's an older dude, and he's. It looks like it's a news show, but I think it's from a TV show. Like it's a TV show. Oh, like an interview show, right? Or uh, oh, you're, I see what you're saying. It's like a news thing from a TV show. Yes, like and scripted. I, it's a, yes, I think. And they're saying, and the the white anchor says, "Why, why is it okay for black people to use the word?" Oh, or, and he's yeah, like, well, "Just say it." And he goes, "He, he goes, say it." He goes, "Then say it." And he's like, "I don't well, think, I don't, I don't think that's Delroy scripted, Lindo. is it?" He goes, "I don't want to say it." And he goes, I think he's, he's like, I think, I think you real. do. <laughs> I think it's real. Yeah. Is it real? It is. And he looks very like uncomfortable. super pissed off because it's true, though. Like, if that's all you're talking about is like, why can they say it? And I can't. It's like, well, then just say it. And then he, he goes, come on. He, he goes, come on. I'll say it with you. And he goes, yeah. I don't want to say it. <laughs> Mike Tyson did a similar thing to Norm Macdonald, too. Which they actually, they had like this weird friendship later in life. Like he, Mike Tyson had this cartoon about Mike Tyson and he did the voice for Mike Tyson, you know, for himself. Uh And Norm Macdonald played like, what did he play? Like a duck or something? I can't remember. It's very weird. Okay. You're right. It is from a TV show. Is it? Yeah. What is the TV show? The Good Fight. The good fight. Who was the writer of that TV show? Was it a black person or was it a white person? <laughs> I don't. Well, know, they didn't actually say the word, right? Yeah. The reason mm-hmm. I thought that I thought you were right that it was a TV show is because it's Delroy Lindo who's in it, and I looked him up, and it says he's a British American actor. I was like, oh, British, but he's not British in the clip. No, he yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Then I discovered good that detective it is. work. Oh, Aaron discovered. Christine Aaron, Baranski. Aaron made a show? discovery. I wish it was real, though. Because that is an argument that a lot of white people say. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> like, it's a weird... Like, why are they allowed to say it's like, what? It's like, you're allowed to say it. But also, like, it's kind of it. obvious. Like, you're... I know. Like, do you really have that? It's the same thing when people are like... Oh, you just called me white? That's racist. It's like that's yeah. not what racism is. Have like been... not any not any acknowledgement of race is racism. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. like they have a, a third grader's understanding of racism it's or something. It's stupid. It's all fake. It's the fake. thing that that I find very annoying is when someone says or does something and you're like, yeah, I that's hate that. a little bit racist and they go, "Oh, so now I'm a racist?" Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, I'm not allowed to say blackter. I'm racist now, Phil. You should have seen Phil's face when I said that the first time. Yeah, I don't like it either, but but it's not like you can't put your finger on why, right? It's just a weird word. It sounds it's bad because you didn't say whacker. Yeah, 
or Weichter. Weichter? Weichter. Weichter. Damn, you killed her. <laughs> joke race. Joke race. <laughs> oh, race joke. It's a joke. It's a race, Ooh, joke race joke race. <laughs> race joke, race joke, race. That was a race joke, race joke. Race joke, race. Rake show, rake. Rake's, rake, rake's joke. Rake's joke, race joke. Speaking of rake, I love that clip, the Jeopardy clip, where it's like oh. this this garden tool is named after a woman of ill repute or whatever, and they say ho, the guy says ho, and it's rake. Yeah. Ho. I also um, love that clip where they set their scores back to zero. What do they set them back to zero for? Is it? Oh, they so if you do a tournament, they show. Oh, that's right. Okay. The previous day score when it's a two. And the one guy, the one guy already had yeah, he zero up there. <laughs> and he's like, the other guy's like, "Hey, his score didn't change." It's yeah. Like such a, it's like such a burn. great burn. <laughs> oh man. I think that was one of their like. Um, it was like the where they brought back not it was like not like the regular tournament of champions it was like yeah well because it was ken like it was like celebrities basically like because ken jennings was one of the people he was the one person who wasn't saying anything jennings and then i think that brad rudder who's like yeah it was like the guy guy who's won the most money the guy who's won the most episodes and the guy who like won whatever i don't know yeah whose mom is a producer for the show or something yeah You used to only be able to win five days, and then they would kick you off. Yeah. Then they changed it. Ken Jennings, and he his kicking themselves now. Like his win streak was like very unprecedented at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He won like forty-one days in a row. He was very because he's he's from Utah. Yeah. So that was very popular around here. Around so, here. So my friend from high school. Maybe I've talked about him before. He was an insane bassist and was also very short, mm-hmm. which which somehow makes it more impressive that he's good at bass because his hands are so small, you know? Mm-hmm. And his arms he are was, short. He was in town, and I haven't seen him in maybe not since high school, honestly. So like 20 years. And uh, we hung out all night, and he came over. He was interested in all trying out night. all my guitars. Mm-hmm. Cause I have like these fancy guitars and stuff. So his favorites, he actually didn't like the equits that much. He didn't say that, but so I have two Ronies. I have the little stinker and then that crazy one that has a drum wrap on the top, you know, that like the zebra looking one. And then I have the equits and a fellows and the fellows was his favorite of all four of them, hmm. which I don't, I don't disagree with. Equits I like have bonded with more, but I think it's just because I've played it more, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he also loved that Roni with the drum rap on it. But it was nice to hear my guitars played extremely well too, for once. What does a British man do when he hates his job? <laughs> he quits. Hey quits. <laughs> he quits. Peaky blinders. <laughs> he quits. By order of Kevin he quits. <laughs> so this guy's really good yeah and it kind of reminded and i think he had probably forgotten how it used to go when we like we had our band that we we would like play songs and stuff Mm. but then we would just hang out all the time and just jam but he's like not in the same league as me and i think he had kind of forgotten that probably and was reminded of like he was like thinking he's like he's probably not as bad anymore 
yeah, he has like, oh, he spends thousands of dollars on guitars. He probably spends some time practicing. He's probably it's like, no, nope. to me. I spent all my time. Uh, oh, and then he was like, oh, do you like, Wolf, Vol- he was like, do you like Wolfpack? And as you guys know, Get they're, out they're like one home. of my favorite bands and he starts oh, playing okay. and they're known for like their bassist is insanely good. Mm-hmm. Joe Dart. Mm-hmm. And he just started playing all these Wolfpack bass lines, which isn't surprising, I guess, but it's still very impressive. It's Joe like Dart, at, and then who's oh Corey Wong, right? Is the Corey guitarist. Wong is the guitarist, yeah. Which it, he's like insanely good at rhythm guitar, which in some ways sounds like weird. I guess it's because it's not something a lot of people aspire to do, right? It's it's not as impressive to be really good at rhythm guitar. Yeah, yeah. As as it is to do like crazy solos and stuff like that. I think yeah, for like guess, maybe yeah. for like musicians or like dude rhythm guitar is like more impressive or whatever but yeah yeah not real but he's 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 ridiculous though but it did like rekindle something in me of like maybe i do want to try and be good at guitar (sighs) yeah i guess so right and shame you know what cole there's no try there's only do or do not oh yeah that wise man yoda said that that freaking puppet he's not a man he was like, a baby though. At one point, like his a, name was Baby Yoda. What if you went to like a tea shop and you asked for chai, and they're like, "There is no chai. There's no <laughs> dough and donuts." You're like, "This tea this, shop sucks." What's this tea shop that sells dough? Like, <laughs> who wants to buy dough? You can't buy the dough. It's just, they're just telling you that it's there. There's uh, no chai. I guess it makes sense that they would have dough there. Yeah, obviously. At a chai shop? Okay. I don't know. Well, he said a tea shop. If they sell donuts, it makes sense that they have Yeah, if a place sells donuts, it would make sense they have to. What's a chai shop? You didn't say a donut shop. You said a tea shop. Well, he said a tea shop, and then he said that they have donuts. Yeah, the guy at the tea shop tells you they have dough and donuts, so it makes sense they have dough if they do have donuts. I mean, it is weird that it's a tea shop that doesn't have chai tea, but it does have donuts. I'll give you that. <laughs> That's why I think, what would you do if you went there and th- that happened? I'd be like, you need to rebrand. Well, what yeah. if they're just out there? Your, your branding is misleading. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a fair criticism. I feel would bad you, saying that. Would you that, ask but... them, how light, how light is your dark roast? Is your dark roast? Is your light roast dark? Dark roast. Dark roast. Dark roast. Uh, no, the question is, what is your lightest roast? And then you'd be like, mm, no, if they say we have a light roast and a dark roast, I don't, the question I don't think is, you're that great of a guy. If you went in and they said, we have light roast and dark roast, and you asked, what is your lightest roast? They would say, um, the light the roast. The light roast. The light roast. <laughs> no, which okay, I would say, show me. Show me. <laughs> I wouldn't. Point to the light roast. At that point, you're already you're already committed. You just go with the light roast. Yeah, not Phil. He's he can always fall back on his Nalgene. Yeah, he's like, I <laughs> no, I got my, I'm good. I've got my Nalgene. I don't need coffee anymore. What's the what's the caffeine percentage on that? What's the CBV <laughs> on Nalgene water? On that the light roast. I'll take whichever one has the most caffeine. Dude, why don't they do that? CBV. It would be dumb. No, that. 
that would be good. I mean, you could I always think, drink like I think Black it's Rifle because coffee company. Or a whatever. lot of people Dude, don't. No, don't even. Black it's got Rifle. extra caffeine, bro. No, it doesn't. Yes, is it, it does. true? Like, is is there a thing with coffee drinkers that they don't like to just make it about caffeine? Like that they deny the fact that it's only a caffeine mechanism. I'm sure there are a number of people who claim that. It depends but that's not like a common. No, most a lot of people who are like, I can't live last without my coffee. Here, I have to have my coffee. But Cole, here, yeah, here's one don't thing. Don't talk to they, me before they, I have my coffee. Like specifically about caffeine. Here, Cole, here's one thing that I find amusing is the the truth is it is about caffeine intake, right? Especially if they say stuff like that, like. You know, oh, I can't yeah. function without my... Like it becomes okay. a habit or whatever. Right. So here's the thing that, like, whatever someone drinks, all nine times out of ten, whatever their drink is, they believe that it's like, oh, I'm drinking, this is like the strongest way you can have coffee. Like, somebody goes, oh... oh okay. Oh, cappuccino. Whether oh, it's like, like an iced coffee, it's like, oh, this right, right. is the best and, or... They will. They will tell you not. It's my favorite. They'll be like, "Well, yeah, I like this one because <laughs> it's the most efficient way to get caffeine in." Yeah, my this body. one. Yeah, I this would one's. Never a, say that to someone. That seems really bad. Really a bad. lot. A lot of people do. And I. What's funny is, like, espresso is not like ounce for ounce. Um, well, ounce for ounce with just drip coffee. Like it is, but you when you get isn't espresso like the most concentrated coffee? Yeah, but it's it's usually mixed with milk, so nobody drinks like uh, drinking nobody drinks espresso, twelve ounces of espresso. Except Italians, it's the same. It's like wine, wine and beer, and like it's like yes, wine has more alcohol, but you drink less of it. And Aaron, this is why they should do the ABV of. CBV. CBV. Why? Phil, I do want to apologize. I, I When I said Black Rifle, I was thinking of Death Wish coffee. Okay, here's here's a thing. I knew it. Here, here's, a, here's a question that I have that sound that I'm sure is very naive. Like, it, it, to your point, like, people with beer, everyone with craft beer talks about ABV and like, oh, this is really high and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why don't they just drink something that tastes better and has more alcohol in it? I guess a lot of people love the taste of beer. Is that? Yeah, that's part of it. It's also, but they, but you do have to like, you have to force yourself to learn to like it though. Yeah. Like I feel like, I feel like even beer drinkers talk about how beer doesn't really taste that good. Right. I, I, but the same, the same could be said for diet soda probably. Right. Yes, exactly. I think, anything, I think anything that you're introduced to, if it's outside of your diet, it would take some getting used to. Like so if you've a bu- never had it before. A buddy of mine, for the longest time, he would order like the girliest fruity drinks. Like, yeah, and, obviously, because they're like drinking candy, right? Yeah, exactly. He was like, "It tastes good." Like he'd be <laughs> like, "Uh, could obviously. I get? Could I get a but that's blended?" Like- a blended banana daiquiri, please. And we'd be like, what? <laughs> but that's goes, smart, right? He goes, dude, they taste delicious. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, they probably are like super high in calories because they're just sugar, right? That's, yes. Yeah. Yes. But beer is also very high in calories, isn't it? It's like tons of carbs. 
Yeah. So compared like, to like right. you could compared to something like, else. Okay, give me like a like vodka soda, and that's gonna totally have way fewer calories. Yeah, which is why like the the meat maybe heads it's... on um all those reality dating shows that Aaron watches like I don't they all drink shows. vodka and sugar free Red Bull. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like I don't watch yeah. dating shows by the way. But but part of it too is like part of the appeal of beer is like having something that you're drinking for yeah, a long it's a, period it's of time social like you're not going to have like a vodka that you're just like drinking gulps from all night or whatever no, you would because you would you would do like a vodka be with soda, soda. So okay a, yeah like it's a mixed drink of some sort and it's yeah it accomplishes roughly the same thing but it's also like is is cost a big part of it too um I mean, it depends because like I feel like cost per volume like, or cost per alcohol, right? Beer would also be very expensive in most like bars and stuff, especially the beer that Phil drinks. Like probably not as expensive. You're probably the upcharge in bars, especially in like California, is I mean maybe in like cities probably is crazy. Like yeah, it's you're yeah, probably it's paying, like dumb. thirteen, fourteen bucks for like a a single mixed drink or like. 12, and the same with coffee beer. Yeah. That whole yeah. Pu- like bar culture. I don't know how people like that is extremely expensive. Like yeah. people who go out to yeah, bars probably, every night yeah, to sure. like meet people but or Cole, whatever. Cool. This is why. And, and I've never really done this, but this is like a thing that people do is like they, um, uh, they, what is it called? Um, pregame pregaming. Yeah. Yeah. So they will drink at home. Which is so when, hilarious. When it's cheap. Which, and then, it totally makes sense. But the equivalent is like, oh, I just ate a hamburger before I went to, you know, all <laughs> well, of I made so myself I a, save money. Yeah, like I made myself to, a hamburger before like going I went to, to like, but like a social event, like a, like a baseball game or something. You're like, I'm totally. Or and then I can just like eat peanuts there and not have to. Which is absolutely what you do, right? Or something. Yeah, then I can just get the cheapest thing that will take me the longest to eat <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fun it's fun it is weird it's weird that i don't know alcohol's weird you know what's weird though Phil? it's weird is that like... alcohol's legal and weed isn't weed was not for so long yeah it's yeah. weird i mean it's not weird we know why that's the case right but yeah, it's it it's very sense. frustrating it's dumb is what it is yeah um Coffee, like at Starbucks, cost more than most of like the independent shops I go to, which is crazy, right? Or like, yeah, it is crazy because Starbucks is like the biggest chain in the world, and you're yeah. talking like some little boutique place, yeah, where they're like absorbing all the costs or whatever. So. Yeah. It's like how does Walmart how does how does Starbucks get to be Walmart but also still the most expensive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like when well, you go to like the local like music shop and they're like charging list price for everything. Yeah. yeah. You would think that's how local coffee shops would be. Yeah, this latte is thirteen dollars. <laughs> we roasted so, it ourselves. I um <laughs> this is kind of an obnoxious story, but it's very relevant Tell me to about it. this topic. Do you have a game, uh, by the way? What? I do have let's, a game. All right, let's do it after this then. I want, uh, I want to hear the story. So, so we've got a we've got a swimming pool and we have a 
one of those nets that you you know use to s- scoop out leaves, right? Yeah. You got a hole Leaf in it, net. and Kathy goes, "I don't know if I want. And I don't that- think we should. For some reason, in it, for some reason, she's like, I'm not going to buy this on Amazon. You're going to Costco, and there's that pool supply store right next to Costco. Will you go in and try, and 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 buy a like." a replacement for the pool net. And you're like, no, net. you misunderstood. That's billiards supply. And that, you know, I'm like, I will go Snicker. in because it's right next door. I will walk in and see what they charge. I have no freaking idea how this is the case, but the exact same product on hanging in the wall in the shop, $45. And it was 25 on Amazon for yeah. literally the exact same thing. I was like, yeah, how? Dude. And how it's like are Amazon they in business? is going to sell like 10,000 of them. Yeah. And, and it's make hard. Like four cents on each one and be fine. It's hard to like, because you want to support local businesses, right? Yeah. Not when they do that. But it's not but them that are, it's it's not them that's doing it. It's Amazon that's doing it. Yeah. It's not that their prices yeah. are like artificially inflated. It's that Amazon prices are artificially low. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have, because they're so easy, yeah. they can do that. Because they're like, they yeah. exploit their it's workers. Like my, they, when I was growing yeah, up, yeah, we have to. Yeah. to and because it. they're good at it, like and, let's be honest, like they're they're extremely good at it too. But yeah, it's because the devil likes to tempt you, and then he gets his hooks in you, and then you're stuck. That's what Amazon is doing to all of us. It's true. So, I was thinking about this phrase: Satan finds work for idle hands. You've heard this, right? Idle hands are the devil's workplace, play workshop, plaything. Work. Devil's Idle hands workshop. are the devil's diddle machine. Satan what? finds work for. I've heard it said most more succinctly. Satan finds work for idle hands, which makes me think that that if you're doing something I don't with know your that hands, that's more succinct. Then, 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 idle hands are the devil's play playthings. Work th- work things. Play play playground. <laughs> Diddle. I think that's well machine. then that, but I think if we had gotten the saying right the first <laughs> no, I, time, I, I hear what you're saying. Would have been succinct. It is. I anyway, mean, so the implication or, is that that as long as your hands, hands are busy, that if your hands are busy, you're doing Satan's work. Well, uh, okay. No, the opposite. Yeah. So it's no, like it a, it's like it. a circular. It's like well, my hands, hands, my hands are busy, means, so they won't be idle. And but it's like, well, that just they, means Satan put Satan them to work. Satan has found work for them already. No. Yeah. yeah. So really, the only hands that are not doing Satan's work are the idle hands. So the, No. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Aaron, this is like, this is one of those things that comes out of the, like, the Protestant work ethic culture of like. I know. But I'm telling, I'm subverting it is what's happening right now. Oh. Oh, you, what? I'm, you can do post, that. He's postmodern, postmodern reading. He's word twisting. Yeah. I, I do like that, though. If Satan finds work for idle hands, then busy hands are actually being used by Satan. No. I, I mean, I don't think and unless I don't hands, think it wait, necessarily uh, implies Aaron, that the only the only way that's not the case is if your hands have never been idle. Well, no, but it's not You've saying ever Satan taken a break. <laughs> Satan is the only person who is able to find work for idle hands. It's just saying he happens to be one of the yeah who finds suppliers. work for idle hands. Satan does. Satan finds work for and idle God. Hands. No. He sends you to freaking Guatemala to paint a school or something. No, Satan does that for two weeks on your fake That's mission Satan. trips. Satan's doing that. No, Cole, that would be practical. I mean, that example specifically, I do believe Satan is doing that. But 
Cole, that was, that's way too practical. Like churches need to be painted. What we Paint do is Satan. what we do Paint is your house. We Satan. dress up in clown makeup and yeah, go. do little you little go on for you get your Oriental children. Trading magazine so you can go buy. Yeah, but, was that a thing for you guys? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Oriental Trading was my mom was had it the, because of operations. Prizes, she had it for Operation Smile. I think my mom would called, go. They just call it OTC now. Well, yeah, obviously. You can't call your business Oriental anything, right? <laughs> you could. No, it's orientaltrading.com. Jeez. I recant my previous statement. It's not like okay. KFC where they had to get rid of the word. Yeah. The chicken. You can't call it yeah. chicken. Or PFK. That's what it is in French. PFK. Wait, really? Kentucky is like bad? You you had a 50-50 shot. Or I mean, assuming assuming Aaron had already taken chicken out of the out of the thing. Okay, good. So this isn't a cancel culture thing. It's a fried food thing. Wait, so I chose Yeah, it's a fried chose food thing. Chicken and that was wrong? <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> yes, it was. So wrong. let me So here's how it goes. I choose chicken, right? You don't tell me. Oh, and dude, this is to eliminate the, yeah, Kentucky. What is that called? Why so did I forget I, the name? The odds have now shifted. I yeah. was guessing with 33%. Now I have a 67% chance if I switch. So I'm going to choose fried. And you got it right. The, you just proved oh, the... Proved what is that the called? Theory. I don't know, but it's... Ah, what is it? It's like the the let's make a deal scenario. Yeah, it is. Monty, it's a Monty Hall. Yeah, Monty right? Hall. Right? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, okay. he was the host of Let's Make a Deal. Yeah. Do you know what we're talking about, Phil? No. Um, it's, I think we so should play the game now. Let's say you have three doors to choose from, and there's a prize behind one door. And so let's, okay, which one, two, or three, which door are you going to choose? Two. Okay, so you choose door two. So out of those three doors, you had a 33 roughly percent chance of choosing the right door, right? Correct. So I'm now going to tell you door number three does not have the prize. So no. You can, yeah. Oh, yes. That so is you eliminate right. yeah. one. So you can stick with your choice or you can trade to door number one. What do you do? Do you stay or do you switch? You told me two does not have the prize. No, three, no, does three not have doesn't the have the prize. You chose two. Three does not have the prize. So now oh. two and one are left. You can keep two or you can trade and choose one. I what keep two. Choose? Wrong. You choose one. You switch because your odds have shifted. And now you have a two-thirds, 67% chance of being right if you switch and only 33% chance if you stay. How? Statistics. Well, you don't have a 67% <laughs> no, you chance do. of being it right is. if you switch. Because no, you have yeah. the odds of both door three and door number one. No, you have a 50-50 chance. No. It's now 50-50. It's, it's not. I'm telling you, it's not. Yeah. It is It is one of those because it is like very... I can't very... wait for Ed, Ed Chu to explain which it one of us is It seems like wrong. it should be 50, but it's actually 67. Well, no, it doesn't seem like it should be 50. It seems like it shouldn't change at all. Well, yeah, yeah, um, that's true. No, because... Because if we if we've eliminated a choice, no, but you didn't. But you didn't eliminate a choice. Like you, 
like it is very easy to think of it as my probability hasn't changed just by choosing a different door. It's not going to change the probability, you know. No, no, no. But like, it did change when they uh, when they told me. Now there are only two options. Yes, but that is not how most people see it, but and that's not why only two it options, is. Those people are done from three options. You're giving me three choices. Yes, it's a thirty-three percent chance. Blah blah blah. Yes. I choose a thing, and then you say, okay, one of the uh, other things that you did not choose is not a choice. Yes. Now, it's not 33, 33, 33. It's 50, 50. It's not. Because there are two choices. But it's not. It's not, like, mathematically, that's not how it works. Don't ask me how, because I don't know. Practic- I can't really explain it, but it's not one Practimathically- out of two. It's now is. two out of three. You have a two out of three chance of being right. No. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's how it goes. Practically, it's 50-50. Listen, when the player first makes their choice, there's a two out of three chance that the car is behind one of the doors not chosen. This probability does not change after whoa, the host whoa, whoa. Reveals, Not chosen. But listen. Yeah, Okay. When the host provides information Aaron, about the two unchosen doors, revealing that one of them does not have the car behind it, the two-thirds chance of one of the car of the car being behind one of the unchosen doors rests on the unchosen and unrevealed door, as opposed to the one-third chance of the car being behind the door the contestant chose initially. So the door number one absorbs the thirty-three percent chance from door number three, and now it contains two-thirds of the chance of being correct. But not but here's the thing. Anymore. There is no, there is not consensus on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, that's how the problem works. Which is, which is, which is crazy. Like it, it, what, what it's really doing is exposing, like the shortcomings of trying to define something by probability. But it's, right. it's, I love it when you have. I mean, it's part of why like quantum physics is interesting. That like there are still questions like this that not everyone agrees on. You know. Like you, you tend to think that we've kind of solved most of the problems, right? Right. And this isn't really a problem that needs a solution. It's a thought experiment, but it is, it is very interesting that very intelligent people disagree on it, right? Yes. Intelligent people disagree. Like people intelligent in this field. Yeah. I just feel like either I'm right or Aaron is not explaining it well enough. You're not. The right. weird thing is, Phil, your take on this is not the common one. The common one is that it makes no difference. Like That's wrong. you're still but you the definitely fact you don't have better odds from staying. No one thinks that. Yeah, nobody thinks you have better odds from staying, but the common thing is that nothing changed. It's not like I, I still like I either picked the door right or not, you know, like you telling me about one of the doors doesn't actually change anything. It's not like you can, it's not like you can go back in time or something like that, you know? Right. That is like the common way that people interpret it. Hmm. Yeah. It's just that you now have new information. Yes, but it's still, it's still like understandable that you would think that like, well, that new information didn't actually change anything, you know? Right. Like, it's either behind this door or it's not. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. 
it's a mind bender. It is weird. Well, and it really what it does is that it it kind of portrays that probability doesn't in some ways doesn't mean what we think it means, right? Right. It's not it's not as tied to reality as we think it is or something. I don't know. I saw I saw this thing about statistics and the guy uh, like the guy was saying that same thing. He's like like talking about how many people there are in like China, for example. Um, and so statistically speaking, one out of every five children is Chinese. So if you have four children already and you're having another one, oh, like, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Statistically yeah. speaking, your next child will be Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not like it won't be, <laughs> but, but it, but statistically speaking, it will be. There's this great Norm MacDonald joke where he's talking about his uh he meets his new neighbor and his neighbor is a professor of logic and he's like, What does that mean? And he's like, Well, here I'll give you a demonstration. Do you own a dog house? And he says, Yes. And he's like, Oh, well then that by that I could discern that you own a dog. Oh yeah. By that I could discern that you're you have a family and that you're married, and then by that I could conclude that you're a heterosexual. And so <laughs> So he meets another guy and he's like, Hey, I just met my neighbor. He's a professor of logic. And he's like, well, what does that mean? He's like, well, I'll, t- I'll give you an example. Do you own a dog house? And he says, no. And he's like, Oh, you're one of those gays. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. That's how Norm says it. You're one of them gays. <laughs> deeply closeted. Yeah. I'm deeply deep- closeted. No, um... you don't understand. I'm deeply closeted. Oh uh, man, maybe we should, maybe we should play a game. Maybe we should play a game. Yeah. We should. So here's time for everybody's favorite game. Guess that pedal review. Choices to choose from, and then tell us one that's not right. And then. This first review is by John. It's a five star review titled. Okay, hold on. Going back to the Monty Hall, this yeah. is the key to why the probability changes. It's because you picked the host will never pick the door that you picked. He will never open that to reveal it. Right. So he is inherently He's that's always that's the piece. one of the wrong choices. He's revealing one of the wrong doors, exactly. The fact yeah. that's why if he were choosing one at random to reveal, obviously yeah. the thing's broken because he might reveal yours and then you have to switch. But yeah. the fact that he can't choose the one Aaron that you never picked, said that. But that is, I mean, it's it's sort of built into the problem, right? But that's that's the key, or that's how I understand. I knew it, Aaron was not explaining. Is that about? Yeah, I never said that he doesn't choose your door. I gave you the specifics. But he that is the that's three. the key is that you he is telling you something about your door because he is exposing one of the other doors. So that's the for me at least that's cool. That's how Thank I'll, you. Thank that's you. That's the part that makes correctly. sense to me. Right? Isn't that like a key? That's yes. helpful, yes. Here's another yeah. way. Very to think helpful. About it. Here's another way to think about That's it. That's very helpful, Cole. Thank Stop. you. Here's another way to think about it. If you have a door, right? And you, you choose one out of three, and then you're given the option to change, you have two options. You have two yeah. choices that you could switch to, right? You could choose one or three. So okay. you have a 33% chance of changing to one or a 33% chance of changing to three, right? Like 33% chance if you stay, 33 if you change to one, 33 if you change to Yes, if you haven't exposed any. You're just saying you get to to change now. 
Yeah. So your options are change to one, stay, or change to three. Yeah. Okay. So your three options. I mean, those those were your options to begin with, right? Yeah. Like, but right. those are but so that so in that case different. In that case, staying is thirty three percent, right? Switching is still sixty seven percent, but it's split between two. Right. Uh -huh. So if you remove one of those, that sixty seven percent is still exists because yours is still only one out of three. Even though you know that this one is wrong, but yours is still only one out of three. So 67% now rests on the one unrevealed door that's not yours. So switching gives you a two-thirds chance of being right. And I think that is the part that is like, that's the part that's definitely harder to wrap your mind around, I think. Like, I think there is a general consensus that your odds are much better to change. But maybe, maybe not. Does anyone argue that it's 50-50? I don't know. Because even that explanation doesn't make sense to me. So you have to think about it in terms of not about like your choice, but like outcomes, right? But you can't, you just removed one of the choices. But so the door you can't, is still there. You just know not to choose it. That's what you have. To, you can't think of it as a limit. But then that's, that's not, about it as that's that not choice. how it now works though. No, it's there. That's not how, that's not how, probability works though right that's like saying pick a number between one and ten and you're like well you could have picked 12 but you knew not to pick it because it wasn't no it's like saying 10. okay pick a number between one and ten and then you say okay seven and then you can say okay i will tell you that it's not five or four do you want to change and you would say nobody's yes, but you're not going to choose it to five or four because you know that those are not correct exactly because you just took them out of the you just took them out of the equation so it's yeah. not even one of the choices anymore. The, the but it argument still is a choice. It's just revealed. It's like a revealed... it's not a choice. That's that doesn't make any sense for that to be a choice. Because <laughs> you it's, know it's the outcome. obvious, exactly. But it's not a so it's not a choice. Like you you would not choose that one. You wouldn't choose it, but you could choose it. So like <laughs> statistically, like you still have the option. That outcome still exists. No, I I disagree with that probability. Like that's not that doesn't factor into the probability you then i think it does not a win winning probability it's no longer part of the winning probability if you're told it's not a winning option yes but you still yeah, have to choose from weird... three options there's no. the three doors still exist <sighs> you just know that one of them is not the not a smart thing to choose but no so, no, no. so the whole premise exists. of that is is based on like some some ignorant like you have like some fundamental ignorance of what you're doing i guess aaron let's say instead of instead of winning something let's say it's you're sitting at there's a genie and you're you're in a car and there are three roads in front of you mm -hmm. and the genie says okay um, one of these roads is going to drive you home to your house. Yes. Yeah. Two of them are not driving you home. And you're yeah. like, right, I got it. And then you go, okay. Uh -huh. And the genie says, which road do you choose? And you say, yeah. I choose road two. Yeah. And then the genie says, okay, let me tell you something. Road three does not take you to your house. Right. It's not an option to your house. It's right. not. Yeah. He just told you it's not. I understand. I'm following. Okay. You. So here's... It's the same thing. It doesn't change. Here's here's the here's how how I have to look at it. it it's not about 
it's like the probability is you are you are deciding from the beginning if you're going to switch or not like and then you're letting that and then you're letting the system play itself out right and in that case in that case you have a two-thirds chance of win and and maybe it's a meaningless distinction but that makes more sense in my head because okay. there are three pos- there are three possibilities it's either behind one two or three and yeah. if i pick one then the there's only three potential outcomes and two of them result in me winning if i if i switch and only one of them results in me losing yes right so you could think about it. Yeah, or if I say I'm going to losing. I'm going to pick one and then I'm going to switch to two, right? Yeah. Then the only potential outcome is that well, I guess you wouldn't say initially you're gonna switch to two. You, you just say you're gonna switch to the other revealed. one. Yeah. yeah. So it has to have been either the one you initially picked or one of the other two, you know. Right. Yeah. So okay. So that that makes sense. Because so, you're really yeah. you're really not you're really not reevaluating your choice of doors. It's that you're you're deciding whether to switch or not, which in you yes, are it, which exactly by definition is making you choose which door. But you're not you're not saying I'm choosing between one, two or three. You're saying I'm choosing to switch or not. Yes, because you're saying I'm choosing between my one door or those two doors. Even though I already know that this one's yes. not going to win, I'm yeah, choosing yeah, yeah. to take both of those doors instead of this one door. Yeah. I choose two out of three instead of one out of three. Yeah, because you basically do get to take two because you know which yes. one is not. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah. But the key for me to understand why the probability is better is that the fact that you you lock, you know, that he's not allowed to choose your door. He's not allowed to reveal your door that yeah. you chose initially. Or you could think about it in terms of like think about the odds of losing rather than winning. Yeah, so yes. Whatever door you choose, you have a two thirds odds of being wrong. But then once one is revealed, when you switch, you only have a one out of three chance yeah. of being wrong. Yeah. But see, then I still like I still get hung up if you think about it in those terms because But I do I you're, I, I, it you're treating like it as if it's a choice between true. three doors when in reality it's just a choice of, of switching or staying, you know. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're not making a choice twice between three doors. You're making a choice once between three doors and then making a choice to switch switch or stay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key for me at least. Yeah. But that's what it's like to me too. It's such a weird, I don't know. That's like, I can't think of anybody. I don't know why anybody would think it's better to stay. Like if you think about it logically, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone would argue that. Okay. Now it's 50, 50. So I guess if it's 50, 50, what difference does it make? You just stay. I think it's really just, if you just think about it on its surface, it's like, obviously it's not change. You didn't just change. Yeah. Nothing changed. You didn't like time travel or something like, yeah, of course I'm not going to switch, but I bet I'd love to see like, they must have some breakdown of how many people actually switched on that show. Right. Yeah, I'm sure you could find it. Yeah, that'd be fascinating. Crazy. So okay, everybody, Phil. I think he's gone. Choose to switch. He just is mad at me because I didn't explain it well enough. I'm sorry. I'm no that we had to explain it in three different ways for all of us to sort of understand it. Right. Mostly for me to understand it.
I'll admit it. Okay, Phil. I like it. Let's do that pedal review. No, we'll wait till next time. No, dude. What are you talking about? I can't. (laughs) You can't for real? I I for real can't. You can't do one four-minute review? I could do one. Yeah. Dude, it's it's even an hour early. I guess it's like your first day. Do one for us, okay? You can do that. Okay. Okay. This review is by John. Wait, do you want to switch your review to a different one? <laughs> yeah, I am. You have to guess which review he's going to do. <laughs> I switched it. This is by John. It's a five-star review titled, Guitar Players, This Will Make You Sound Better. February 22nd, 2019, United States. This is an easy-to-use, nice-sounding pedal effect that I've put a ton of playing time into pedal effects give you that bluesy twangy pop sound a lot of guitar players start out with a distortion pedal but I think this pedal effect is a much better first option plug this thing in and you'll be sounding like Famous guitar player in no time. Uh, blues Air, driver. Is it the Eric Clapton Crossroads? No. <laughs> no and no. Who is the artist that it says you're going to sound like? Did you already say that? No, he blanked I, it out. Is it a I, compressor? It is not a compressor. It's an overdrive of some sort? Is it? Is no. it like a signature pedal? Uh, it is not. Is it John Mayer? Is that the person? It is not John Mayer. Is it Mark Knopfler? It is not. Is Mark it Knopfler? Malmstein? Nope, it's not. Rundgren. Is it Joe Perry? Is it Liv Rundgren? I I do not believe that this is a signature pedal, or a copy of a signature. Pedal. Is this a very famous guitarist? The yes, the guitar player. Is, this, is, is it a blues like blues kind of guy? Uh, sorry. This, what were you gonna say? Aaron? What were you gonna say? Aaron? I was gonna say, is that person like very heavily linked with that specific pedal? Uh, not this. No, not this pedal. But like that, it's like Stevie Ray Vaughan or something, and it's a tube screamer. And it's a tube I, screamer. I, s- is it Stevie Ray Vaughan? It is not Stevie Ray Vaughan. But is it like that level of connection? Yeah. To a circuit. No, it's not as cut and dry like. Like him and that pedal. No. Is it the edge? No. Good is guess. it? A, did you say it's an overdrive? It is, is not. It, it's not an overdrive. It's not. Is it a oh, delay? is it a delay? It's not a delay. Reverb? Uh, it's not a reverb. Chorus? No. Fuzz? No. Wait, is it a drive pedal of any kind? No. Is it a boost? No. Oh, is it a is it a whammy? No. Good guess. That's right, like Tom Morello. Some kind of pitch shifter? Uh, No. That is ambiguous. I'll give you that. Like a chorus is a kind of pitch shifter, right? Oh, then maybe this is a chorus? I asked if it was a chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I I don't blame Phil for hesitating on pitch shifter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what pitch shifter means. (laughs) Like an octave pedal. Like an octave pedal or something. No, it's not an octave pedal. Something that takes your pitch and shifts it. (laughs) <laughs> something that takes your pitch is it a modulation like we've named like one. every 
I know. Is it, it, is it a modulation is it pedal? A Eddie Van Halen flanger. Oh, it good call. Not a flanger. Is it Eddie Van Halen though? A phaser? No, not a phaser. Is it a modulation? Yes. The tremolo? No. What? A vibrato? Uh, formant? Like a cocked wah? Oh, is it a wah? No. Is it a vibrato? No. A vibe? No. What? And we haven't said it yet? I don't think so. <laughs> you left yourself an out there. Is it an auto wah? No. Oh, the, for the center. Is it a ring mod? We're getting closer. What? What? It's an envelope filter? It is an envelope filter. I asked if it was a formant filter like forever ago. I, I guess that's that means. a, a formant, formant filter is like a sub. I don't know what that means. Formant filter is like, has like two filters. Yeah. Like two electric filters and you like fold them on top of each other so you can like cook your burger and grill them so you can grill them in the middle george foreman filter but then the but then the juice like i like the smell of crispy bacon in the morning since i don't have a maid okay it's a oh it's an envelope who who is a famous is it like freaking peter frampton and it sounds like a talk box kind of or something no is it tom morello here's the thing this I don't think this that well first of all this famous guitar player is I You're don't believe is known unnecessarily is, is known for envelope filters but it kind of sounds like something else I think is what this person is thinking Why don't you just well, tell us who the person who the Yeah, tell us who the Hendrix. person is. What? Uh, oh, so he thinks it sounds like a like a wah, which an envelope filter can sound like a wah yeah. depending on how you set it up. Is it a uh, bubble? Tron? It's not like a cocked wah specifically. No. Is it the Qtron? It is. <laughs> to be fair, that is like one of the most like widespread envelope filters, so, right? So this guy thinks that Micro. the Qtron should be everyone's first pedal. First pedal. <laughs> Before distortion. <laughs> I forgot. I totally forgot he said like, that. No, no. What Every an idiotic thing to say. Before distortion. <laughs> Most losers get a distortion pedal. Not me. I got an electroharmonics Qtron. Every new guitarist needs a Qtron. What the first. crap, dude? <laughs> Made in America. That is wild. And it makes him sound like Hendrix. I guess I like, yeah, I guess an envelope like a a wah pedal is basically an envelope filter that you control with your yeah. foot, right? Yeah. Or a very specific type of envelope filter. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> okay, Phil. I'm going to I'm going to share a uh video. Just trust me. What I want to tell you is this. With all your wealth and your f- success, I w- and this is serious from the heart, you know, you got to remember, this is a saying I made up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of ships that are very valuable, right? Like you probably think a golden <laughs> ship was valuable. Right? This, this was already a terrible saying. This is... <laughs> no, a solid gold ship. Yes, okay. There are a lot of ships out there. You would think a solid gold ship would be very valuable. Uh-huh. Or a solid platinum ship. Yes. A yes. ship 
a ship made only of diamonds. I don't yeah. know if it would float. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that would, you would think that would be your most valuable ship. But you know what, sir? It is not. You know what your most valuable ship is? What is that? Friendship. <laughs> yes. She just ended on that. Yeah. Have the have the audio trail out. <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Good stuff. Thanks for Thanks, Thanks for it. Mm -hmm.